I think that the current situation that we're seeing in Israel is unfolding basically the same way that the April-May 2021 clashes eventually resulted in the war in Gaza. And it seems that it's a trap set by Iran, in which basically Iran wants Israel to follow a certain type of script where they create certain tensions around Al-Aqsa Mosque, and then they use that as an excuse to fire rockets from Lebanon or Syria or Gaza to kind of test Israel in a kind of multi-front attack against Israel to see how Israel responds, probably for the next round, in which they will try to get Israel to walk into an even worse trap. Mm-hmm. So this is all about about testing uh, the government's, um, how it's going to be dealing it because they're looking at all the internal turmoil that's going on inside of Israel? I think it's bigger than just the turmoil. I think that Iran has done this before. In April of 2021, it tried to heat up tensions around Ramadan. It then used that to encourage Hamas to fire masses of rockets at Israel. And then it, it basically shifted the front also to Syria and Iraq, flying drones from Iraq into Israel airspace and firing rockets from um, Lebanon. It wants to test Israel and wants to basically put in place a multi-front threat and then see if down the road it can suck Israel into a much wider conflict in which Iran attacks Israel at a time and place of Iran's choosing, Mm -hmm. as opposed to allowing Israel to dictate the tempo through things like airstrikes in Syria or the other types of things we've seen in the past. What's different about this one, though, Seth, is that uh, we did see some rockets, maybe mortar fire, coming from southern Golan into the, into the southern Golan. That's, that's pretty new. We've seen rockets uh, back in May of 2021, although people generally forget it because no, they, most of them didn't fall in Israel. Right. But we definitely, having 34 rockets fired at Israel, and several of them land in civilian communities in which there could have been a high death toll had they landed on a different day or, or slightly differently, I think is a huge, huge, huge escalation. Since 2006, there's basically been no attacks or very few attacks from Lebanon. And this is allowing Iran to basically encourage groups like Hamas to attack Israel from Lebanon. And Israel appears to be deterred. It doesn't want a conflict with Hezbollah. So Israel is very cautious. It is very cautious. I mean, but they did see you know, Passover holiday ahead of us and after the attack. So they probably wanted to not fall into that trap. So do you think this government's not falling into the trap? The government didn't fall into a trap, but the government, I think, has shown that it doesn't really want to respond very, very quickly to these types of um, antagonistic attacks. People are saying that Israel's deterrence is waning. It's changing a little bit. It's uh, it's been harmed by not retaliating. Do you think Israel's is losing its deterrence? I think that Israel definitely is losing its deterrence because I don't think we see that these enemies are deterred. The fact that within one week, we basically had a drone flown from Syria into Israel. We had rocket fire from Gaza. We had attacks basically also from um, Lebanon and from Syria. We've had a, you know, a, multi- a five-front war. There's been attacks as well in the West Bank. Mm-hmm. These groups, whether it's Hamas or Islamic Jihad or Hezbollah, and they're all kind of working together because obviously the leader of Hamas flew into Beirut the day before Passover and seems to have planned these rocket attacks. In the past, Israel used to try to preempt these types of attacks. Back in 2019, Israel preempted a drone attack by attacking and neutralizing what Israel called a killer drone unit that was near the Golan. These days, it seems that Israel is always reacting, 
we have yet to see how that plays out and whether Israel, in fact, is, is waiting for the long game, if in fact there's some other thing going on. But generally, what we've seen is that the Iranian axis of resistance, or whatever they call it, is basically able to dictate the tempo, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of evidence that they are deterred or they're afraid or that they are running away. The fact that Hamas leader, Shmaniya, is basically jet-setting into Beirut and hanging out with them, it, doesn't, it seems to me that there's no, that there's no attempt to stop, to stop him from doing that. Well, maybe the fact that Israel's not being pulled into this trap is a sign of uh, resilience. Well, I guess that's the question of how we define resilience. I mean, having communities in the north and the south constantly harassed and having enemies always being able to think that they can always harass Israel whenever they want. I mean, there's a question is when does that cross a red line? Mm -hmm. Does it have to wait for casualties or what? I mean, definitely the fact that Israel has things like Iron Dome allows Israel to, to, to weigh a bit. But the big question mark is, you know, is there a point at which it's, uh, it goes too far? Generally, I think a country, any country in the world, doesn't want other countries firing rockets over its borders. Let's go back for a second to the meeting between Nasrallah today with Hania in Beirut. Is this sort of like sticking a uh, finger in the eye of Israel? It seems that the fact that he went to Beirut, I mean, Hania's been to Beirut before. The fact that he went there and then there were 34 rockets fired openly in broad daylight from a field near Tyre where Hezbollah controls that area mm-hmm. seems to definitely mean that, you know, Hania is just very, very being totally brazen about this. And how come, how come Israel doesn't, you know, try to prevent this types of flights? I don't mean preventing it by, by, uh, you know, going after the flight. I mean, using its friends in the West to, to sanction countries that host Hania. Where did Hania fly in from? How come Israel's messaging machine isn't, questioning that i think those are the, that's a that's a big question mark it just looks it looks totally brazen what what's happening at the moment 